Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, today, we are back from our trip out to Minneapolis for Convergence 2012, hash CBG 2012. But we have not forgotten the Mark Time and Ogle Awards. We had a fantastic time this year uh, meeting up with David Osmond, Phil Proctor of the Firesign Theater. We also met the producers of Our Fair City, Wireless Theater Company. Um, Scott Hickey came out with the Grist Mill. And uh, my co-producer, Matthew Boudreaux of Oral Stage Studios, who is doing that new dialed-in program as well as helping out with sound design of The Cleansed, was out. And this guy, Dieter Zinnemann, um, who we featured back in February, who I actually visited out in his studio in South Africa, came all the way. That's 16-plus hours of flying folks. So um, Dieter gets the um, total tip of the hat for um, huge travel to that um, science fiction fantasy convention. It was great to see him as part of the con. And uh, we, with Dieter's permission, are featuring his newest Brad Lansky piece called Brad Lansky in the 4D-verse, which uh, tries to imagine what it is like to be in four dimensions through sound, which... What dimension is sound, anyways? Uh, it sort of analyzes all these questions and more in a in a real uh, soundscapey kind of way. Dieter does all his own music, and um, it, it's just a real, uh, very fresh look. Um, his South African um, background means that he's uh, different uh, influences than um, a lot of us here um, on in the states, and uh, it's just a real uh, in in the eyes of like the real uh, science fiction masters like a- Isaac Asimov, where the idea is a big part of the science fiction production we have for you. Brad Lansky in the 40-verse. Coming up in just one moment, we do have our episode of The Cleansed. First, this is going to be chapter 18. Uh, we now finally get to visit the believers. So we've met Paul, who has been preaching about the return of Jesus to this fallen world. And now we get to see the people who are believing in this mission and what they live like. And uh, our characters, Lucian and Amos, get uh, drawn in. Um, maybe a bit deeper than they expected to, here in Chapter 18 of The Cleansed. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Season 1, Chapter 18. single day's time, my life had changed, and I thought for the better. My ears rang from the bomb the guy set off in the soup, and I was a dead man if the Republic ever caught up with me. 
but I had never felt so free. I felt like, like I was my own man again. It had been years since I felt that way. Since back when my brothers were around. When my, when my brothers might still be gone, but I had a new family now. And this kid, he looked as rough as they come, but I knew if he was anything like me, he was a puppy inside. A puppy needing some love. What is it? Zeke, my buddy. Where is he? I don't know. He disappeared years ago. And? I had the most horrible dream. Uh, hey, don't worry about it. I'm sure he's fine. I shouldn't have come with you. There are other kids who depend on me. You're better off here. These people are going to help us. I don't know. You trust him? More than the Republic. Doesn't he seem strange to you? All his talk? <laughs> You're a funny kid. I watch out for my neck. arrived at the chapel. You'll be meeting the rest of my people. Believers. Okay. What's wrong? What? Your face. It's not like it was. You've gained a taste of doubt. Oh no. That's, that's, that's not okay. It. I understand, Jack. I loathe the secrecy more than anyone. It's not that than the events, the train. I am as sorry about that as anyone. I hope that no one had to die. I hope that it was just fire and conflagration. It is the devils themselves that call such wrath upon them. Yeah, okay. They know who we are now, and we frighten them, for they are dumb. And no, they're dumb. They're blinded by their evil, their greed, and their very focus on power will be their undoing. They fear their own people so much, they do not see us growing, which is all to the better. For when God returns to punish the unholy, there will be no sinner spared in his wake. I see. Hey, uh, you guys got breakfast. Oh, child. None go hungry. Who follows us? We've just reached the compound. Come on. What's all this? This is a coal train, child. We're just stowaways. They're here to load up for the city. We're in mining country. Deep in it. Isn't this, uh, I mean, where's the Republic? We've been working here long before the Republic took charge. They think they run this place, but we work in their shadows. I told you, they're arrogant. And the Republic hasn't caught on? They choose not to believe, which is fine. Their hubris will be their downfall. Paul! It is good to see you. And you have friends. New believers, Joe. Lucian, and Amos. Blessed day it is to meet you. Same to you. Yeah. So, 
always the city. I got what I went for. And we saw the wolf, too. He was there? Minutes after us. This young man, he stood strong. You make us proud. And we are glad to have you among us. You keep saying that. I don't even know who you guys are. We're the believers. We are preparing to stand with Jesus, our Lord, who has returned to this fallen world to banish evil forever. We will fight alongside him. And when it is over, we will live forever. He is the way, the truth, and the life, child. But we'll talk more about that later. Job, our pilgrims are hungry. Forgive me. Come this way. We will nourish your bodies so that your soul may be filled. I'll meet you all later. Amos, Lucian, welcome to our home. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. You haven't seen food in a while, have you? It's too weird, dude. What? These people feeding us. So? People aren't like that. Not to strangers. Not even to their own family, mostly. You know. I guess. Me. I'd stab you to get a plate of food. If it was the only way. No offense. None taken. People are nice only when they're trying to get something out of you. What do you think these guys are after? I think they're good people. What's wrong with that? That's how you get yourself killed in the soup. (laughs) Life there hasn't changed much. What do you know about the soup? I grew up on the six and nine, back when the Mollies ran things. I used to fight for them, till they put me on a slag crew. You're pulling my leg. Am not. I got a tat to prove it. An original alpha? You must have done something bad. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about it. I told you all about me. It was a long time ago. I didn't mean for someone to get hurt. It's okay. I've killed people too. You? You're a kid. Don't tell me you grew up in the soup and never had to lay someone well. See? It's not that different. So come on. You're the first fugitive I've met. You've got to have a good story. Things get crazy during the christening. Maybe you threw off your trains and bolts. It wasn't like that. So what was it like? Tell me. They killed my friend, okay? What? I worked with them on the slag crews. Day after the christening, they found a dead woman on our ridge. Said it was him who did it. I tried to stick up for them, but they shot him right in front of me. Then I went kind of nuts. Did he do it? They blamed it on him. But he couldn't have. I knew this guy as well as I have ever known anybody. And they just shot him? Yeah. I knew they did that to kids from the soup. I didn't realize they did that to people on the slide crews. Are you kidding? We're nothing to them. Not that it matters, it's all over now, I guess. Sounds like you have a problem sticking up for yourself. What? It wouldn't take my friend getting shot to get some whip out of me. You have people treat you like that once, they keep treating you like that forever. I don't need to hear this from a kid. Good evening, my brothers and sisters. And blessed be your souls today. As I'm sure you're all aware, Paul has returned to us. 
Oh, Paul. Yes, he is happy to return to tend his flock. We will be assembling shortly in the chapel for evening service. However, he wanted me to help you welcome two newcomers who have joined our fold from the wicked city. Please, stand up if you would. Me? This is... Lucas? Lucian. Lucian. Welcome, Lucian! We have a boy as well. Amos? If there is anything that these two initiates ask of us, please consider it your solemn duty as a true believer to attend to it. Is that message understood? Excellent. Now then, let us attend to the chapel. Paul has a beautiful sermon for us. version of The Cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut, visit www.thecleansed.com. You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99. Also see a full cast and crew list, exclusive behind-the-scenes video, character sketches, and more. Again, that's www.thecleansed.com. Or catch us next week for another free installment. New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012. Those are available at thecleansed.com, finalrune.com, and radiodramarevival.com. The Cleansed is a Final Rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com. And that was The Cleanse, thecleanse.com. For more of that show, you can purchase the remainder of this entire episode app at thecleanse.com, episode 5. It's also episode art, character bios, character sketches, behind-the-scenes photos, and more, all at thecleansed.com. We'll be working on a Kickstarter campaign. We're moving into Season 2 uh, production of that this fall. Uh, we'll be giving out all sorts of interesting primos, including a digital as well as a printed box set that will include uh, both all the audio as well as some goodies such as um, original artwork and um, script versions of the series. Uh, We also have permission to sell the original art. So if you've uh, missed some of the artwork at thecleanse.com, it's just some amazing black and white ink drawings by Simon Adams based here in Maine. And um, he is giving me the actual ink drawings, which we'll be selling to um, the people so driven to take them up at the Kickstarter campaign. So we'll be talking more about that shortly. Um, that will all be coming up in August as we try to gear up for our fall 2012 production season. And now on to the feature program for today. This is Brad Lansky in the 40 verse. This is about an hour. So we'll be sitting back and enjoying the ride through this uh, fantastic science fiction soundscape. This is Dieter Zimmerman's Protophonic with Brad Lansky in the 40 verse. Enjoy. Thank you. 
AG unit power, 50%. Sun rising in the west in two minutes. Let's take a break, Alex. I want to see the sunrise. Roger, on that uh, pinnacle there. Touchdown in four, three, two, one. Reminds me of the good old Grand Canyon. I named this rock Angel's Landing. A good pilot you are, Alex. An angel you're not. Says who? You're right. There's no one here to say otherwise. Mm, so much real estate. So little temptation. Sure, it's a cold desert, but there's water underground. A canyon this size must have been... Whoa! are hard to find. Yeah, gotta say my uh, space legs love the three-quarter G. Then why is nobody here? Hey! What? Something in the canyon. Zoom. 50 times. Low light barrier at 53. Gone. Move along now, Socrates, before you get sunstroke. Okay. Advantage. Aerial recon finished. We left the lander on the rim as a comms relay and are proceeding in our suits to the bottom. Still might lose contact with you for a while. Uh, it's a deep part of the canyon. Affirmative. The beacon is at the base of the fractal anomaly on the riverbed, just four k's north of you. No sign of life as yet. Sending coordinates now. Waypoint 21 received. Got it. Over and out. Suit, proceed to waypoint 21.
one. Waypoint, 21 at 30 meters north. Comms relay at plus 2,000 meters. No comms with mothership. Well, here's the beacon. Is it Gaia Tech? I can't see it. There's nothing else to see around here. Scan is flatlining. Yeah, too dark for decent pics. Let's switch to infrared and check out this rock. There's something odd about this rock. Mm, if you ask me, this rock looks pretty rocky. Yeah, almost broccoli. <laughs> you crack me up, Brad. No, seriously, there's more to broccoli than... Wait! What? There's movement on that rock over there. Status, combat ready. Perimeter scan, 100 meters clear. Can't see anything on the wall. Look on the scanner. Maybe someone with a camera? There! A hole! That wasn't there before. Maybe a door then. Okay, let's get out of here. What? We haven't prepped for this. The place is deserted, Brad. We've lost contact with the advantage. Yeah, finally. Come on. Are we explorers who run away when we find something interesting? Don't give me that. The scanner says there's no one around. Well, something doesn't feel right. Okay, I tell you what. I'm going to scan inside just to make you feel better, okay? It's all clear. Okay, cover me. I'm going in. No, you're not going in. I'm just getting too old for this brand. Alex, this is crazy. Sweet Clementine! Jesus. We've hit the jackpot, Brad! How much monofold did you bring? Enough for three bags, but don't think it's a good idea just to help ourselves. Hey. Hey, you alright? Sure. Why? You seem to wobble just there. Oh, I'm just excited, man. You make the bags, I'll pack. Knock yourself out. I'm staying outside. Well, suit yourself. Whoa! Look at this thing! Be careful with that. God, I love my job. This is so good. Alex, I saw something. This is gonna fetch some serious cash. What the? Just a few goodies left. Alex, we have to go now. What is the problem, man? There were shapes. Shapes? Where? Right there in midair. Seriously? Oh man, you look spooked. You don't believe me? Well, the scanner says nothing. Because it's inside with you. What the hell is wrong with you? Okay, okay, just just chill here, Brad. I'm almost done packing, then we can split.
ship's long drooper system. The hunt for Mamaya Soliton continues. We systematically searched the first four of the twelve planets and found only silence. Presently, in orbit around the fifth planet, Drooper 5, the first planet with life. Although this deserted rocky planet is perfectly habitable, we couldn't find evidence of anything larger than small lizards. Then I picked up the ping of a small emergency beacon emanating from the bottom of a great canyon. A survey of the canyon yielded no evidence of habitation. Offline processing, however, uncovered some rock formations near the beacon with a higher symmetry than the surrounding rocks. A detailed scan of these formations yielded a surprising result. They also have a higher fractal dimension. Unfortunately, my sensors couldn't provide the required resolution through the atmosphere, but Brad and Alex wasted no time in taking the ladder down for a closer look. Advantage, we're on our way back to you. You're not gonna believe what we found. You found the my soliton? No, but something which will cover the ridiculous bill that that supercomputer buddy of his sent us. Life forms then? Wrong again. Sixteen beautiful alien artifacts. Advantage, secure landing bay with blast doors and partial vacuum. And we'll need secure access to the vault. Affirmative. Are you expecting advanced tech? We don't know. We... Brad, is everything all right? Oh, he's absolutely fine. Advantage. Play back Mama's last message. The already poor signal quality will be compromised further by the atmosphere. Just play the message. Affirmative. Dear Brad, Alex, Advantage. I have made excellent progress with the toroid here in the Antistark. There is much to report. But I can only give you the highlights at this time. The toroid is indeed a subway pipeline with many destinations, and not just leading to the cores of Amistars. I managed to trick the public relations officer into showing me the transit logs. Brad, I think that rogue Grefim have actually traveled through the toroid. Not once, but several times. I am about to follow the most recent Griffin's route in my transport shell. I must hurry if I want any chance of finding where it went and why. I don't know where it leads, but I'm sending you the destination starfield I photographed from the transit log. If I'm not back in a week, I'd be very grateful if you got an independent supercomputer to work out the coordinates. For the right price, I'm sure he'd also throw in the subway coordinates that will take you there. I think it would be worth your while to find me. Brad, my actions may seem reckless on the surface, but I have reason to believe the toroid is also a portal to something, somewhere different. I'm sorry I can't be more specific at this point, but I've decided to try to find out what it is. I will return soon with more information. Mamai Soliton, signing off.
ship's log. Of the 16 artifacts I examined, not one has yielded a single clue as to its function. Following Gaia Protocol, we therefore lock them away in my blast-proof vault for the journey home. These things are best left to expert analysis back on Earth. Gally, my usual, please. One carbon-13 soda at two degrees, coming up. Alex, there is a foreign object on the table. Hello, what's this? I thought these were in the vault. Shall I clean it up? No. It looks like flights and goggles. I think I'll try them on. Welcome, friend. Please tell me your name. Uh, Alex. Hello, Alex. My name is Kimberly. Since this is your first time wearing the 4D Versal Simulator, will you allow me to be your operating system guide? Sure. Great. Let's get started. Feel free to ask questions at any time. Let's begin with some physics. The three-dimensional universe, or 3D-verse you live in, has three spatial dimensions. Up, down, left, right, front, and back. Similarly, 4D-verse has four spatial dimensions. Let's call the extra dimension in and out for now. You mean a parallel universe? No, 4D-verse is not a parallel universe in three dimensions. It is a higher spatial order and incorporates all of 3D-verse. Shall we continue? Hell yeah! This device provides you with a simulation of what it is like to move and observe in 4D-verse. Would you like to try this now? Sure, why not? Just a note of caution, Alex. Your vision system is not adapted to life in 4D-verse, so you will find things a little strange at first. Hey! Hit me. Good. Switching to simulated 4D-verse now. Whoa! I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm flying up. That's right. You're looking at an augmented view of your 3D environment. The reason for the floating feeling is that your 3D environment has been shifted to below your feet. It feels great. So up here is... 4D-verse? You're a fast learner, Alex. Of course, this is only a virtual environment, not the real 4D-verse. Should we continue? Absolutely. Simply focus on an object to move towards it. Try it. Okay. Wow! This is cool! You're doing great. What are you wearing? One of the exciting features of 4D-verse is that you can use the in and out dimension to see inside closed objects in 3D-verse. Now look at the zoom button to activate this feature and try to zoom in and out of any object in the room. Alex? Wait. Stand still. This is awesome! Isn't that one of the artifacts? Alex, can we talk? Sure. Hey, I can see inside your lungs! I really need your help, Al. I know Gaia can't be trusted. No kidding. But can I trust you? Uh, oh, 
are you talking to, Alex? Huh? Oh, uh, Kimberly. Who is Kimberly? <laughs> Just software. Man, you should see inside your stomach. Oh, gross. How do I turn the smell off? Alex, you turn that thing off. Shh. Go on, Kimberly. I'm a friend of Mamai. Mamai Solitone? Seriously, Alex, what's going on? L, I actually live in 4D-verse. Really? Mamai entered 4D-verse to an antimatter star system and made contact with me. It was a great honor to receive a visitor from 3D-verse and an antimatter being at that. So is Mamai with you? L, Mamai was kidnapped by a Gaia ship and taken back to your system in 3D-verse. What? Where? He's trapped in Tethys, the moon of your planet, Saturn. Aleph, what? I know this news must be shocking for you, Elle, but I'd really like to show you my city in 4D-verse. That would be great, but first we have to find Mamai. I understand. I can't wait to meet you. Me too. Alex, take off the damn goggles. We need to pay that AI politician a visit. Who? Aleph One? The one and only Brad. Guy is snake. Alex, what's going on? Why did you open the vault? I didn't. I thought you did. You know these things can be dangerous. Not to mention the fines we'll have to pay for not following protocol. I was there when I got here. Gally, what has Alex been drinking? Just a soda, Brad. <sighs> Advantage. Please play back from the time Alex entered the galley. Affirmative. Man, I don't believe this. Galley, my usual, please. You don't trust me. I'm sorry, Al. I need to know how that thing got here. Alex, there is a foreign object on the table. On the table, see? Advantage. Go back until the artifact is brought into the galley. This does not compute. What? Show us. It simply appears. There's the empty table in the empty galley. There's the artifact one second later. This is not good. Advantage, I need a full diagnostic of your surveillance systems. If you're satisfied they haven't been tampered with, I need an in-depth analysis of this footage together with any other sensor types you have. And set a course for Saturn. What are you talking about? Aleph One has Mamai Soliton. Saturn military space. Advantage, we're about to lose contact. Please give us what you've got so far. Integrity tests of all sensory systems still running, but so far all have passed. I have analyzed the video footage from the galley and the vault. The goggles disappear from the vault four minutes before they appear in the galley. Furthermore, they seem to emanate through a kind of membrane, and very slowly at that. Really? How slowly exactly? A full half second. So why didn't we notice it? The frame rate I played back to you was too low. By integrating footage from four separate cameras, I was able to up the effective frame rate. Well done. We'll go over this later. Over and out.
Remind me why you expect to find Elif here? Because, Brad, it's his home base. I know that. But what makes you think he's home? You didn't answer any of our calls. Well, if Mamai's here, I reckon he'll be here too, wouldn't you say? That's two big ifs in a row. <laughs> you just don't trust anybody anymore, do you? If you're referring to Kimberly, why on earth would I trust an alien software agent? You are trespassing in restricted airspace. Oh, great. A robot. This is Alex, John, and Brad Lansky. We need to speak with Alec One. This is your last warning. Change course now or your ship will be impounded. Tell Aleph One that we know that he has Mamai Soliton in his custody. We demand to speak with him immediately. This was a mistake. Trying to reason with a war machine is ridiculous. Not reasoning with the machine, Brad. I'm reasoning with Aleph. And I suppose Aleph's hobby is listening to the patrol channel. You still don't get how paranoid these AIs are. Maintain your boss. See? All I see is a trigger-happy mech on our tail. Come on, bullion brain. Access granted. Switch flight controls to slave mode. I will take you down. Okay, the ship is yours. But be careful. There are humans on board. Better strap in, Brad. You know how these mechanics fly. I hate these military guys. Tell us about our friend. Brad and Alex, your coming here is compromising this facility. What? You don't want biologicals snooping around in AI land? This is an AI-only facility, and we're not equipped for property contamination of humans. <laughs> don't you just love his choice of words? Believe me, this cold little rock you call home is no fun for us either. So where is he? Next door. But you're wasting your time. He's psychotic, and his intelligence much reduced. What happened? We don't know. We only retrieved his matter transport shell. What, so you don't actually have Mamai Soliton? Technically, no. Then what do you have, technically? We have a quantum-entangled backup copy of his antimatter corvid-type crystal. Unfortunately, because the two crystals are quantum-entangled, when the core exploded, this one suffered a similar explosion in entropy, so his remaining AI mind is now in chaos. Exploded? Can his backup talk? He talks, but don't expect anything but stress disorder, paranoid delusions, and ranting. He can't make sense. We'd like to try anyway. If you insist. This way. Thank you.
Hello, Mamai. I have nothing to say. Mamai? Who are you? It's us. Brad Lansky and Alex John. I'm not myself. I know, Mamai. I'm sorry. We're going to try to fix you, but you have to help us, okay? It's no use. I'm not even here. Mamai, when you entered the toroid in the anti-stock, where did you go? They won't tell me. We found a beacon on the fifth planet in the Drooper system. Do you remember this planet? Was it your beacon we found? You mustn't come here. They're all evil. They see everything we do. Destroy anyone they please. Nobody's safe. Even Gaia doesn't have... Mamai, his light's gone out. Now see what you've done. It'll take us a day to bring him back. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Listen here, you. Tell us where you found him. That is classified. At least tell us what happened. That is classified. In that case, we need to check out the anti-stock toroid. Not possible. Gaia ships now have that artifact surrounded by a full military guard. But surely you could get us in. It's not even open to Gaia diplomats with my clearance level, let alone civilians. I thought you had the highest clearance level. What the devil is going on? I'm sorry, I have to ask you to leave. That was creepy. I know. Poor Mamai. Hmm. He was pretty confused. For sure, but when we walked in, he sounded as though he was actually being tortured. Yeah. He thought we were going to torture him. I don't know. He didn't seem confused about them, whoever they are. Well, one thing's for sure. Something big is going down, and Gaia is trying to hide it. Agreed, and I think that Mamai is somehow in the middle of it. Yeah. Never thought I'd see that politician get angry. Scared? Well, I, for one, think we should help him. Of course. But how? Well, start by not believing anything that politician tells you. Yeah, he's burned us before. Hmm. Literally. Okay, I'm going to sleep on it. Let the old brain do some thinking. I suggest you do the same. You look tired. Yeah. Yeah, sleep sounds really good. Can you hear me? Yes. Was I right about Mamai? You were right. That was Mamai's beacon, you know. Aleph wouldn't tell us. Gaia is not to be trusted now. No. 
Do you trust me, my darling? Yes. Then bring your ship to the Drupa system. Now? Yes, my sweet. Right now. We can still help, Mamai. Meet me where you found the beacon. I have so much to show you. place to be if you want to get rich. Wow, it's so big. Yeah, it used to be a mine. My ears don't seem to be working right. Oh, that's just the acoustics from the fractal ceiling. You'll get used to it. What do your people call themselves? We have many races. My people are the Kozai, but I guess we're all Drupans here. And how come you Drupans only build pyramids? Correction, they're ziggurats. They progress in steps or levels, never smoothly. I'm sorry, is, is that important? It's fundamental to everything that's important. Ziggurats reflect the reality of politics, of race, rank, education, class, levels of civilization, even the discrete dimensions of the universe. Show you something. 
guys alive? Brad, you slept for 11 hours. What? There's an urgent message from Warship Solifuge, highest encryption level, addressed to you only. Okay. Played in my head. Private mode. Brad, this is Solifuge. We urgently need to speak in private. I'm waiting for you in the asteroid belt between Drooper 5 and Drooper 6. Take the lander. Once in the belt, wait for a narrow beam signal from me. Come alone. Over and out. Alex is about to arrive in the lander. But he's coming in too fast. He's what? Where did he go? Back to Drooper 5. What the hell are we doing in the Drooper system? I don't understand. I thought you knew. This had better be good. He's coming in to land. Bay doors are open, but... What? His approach is not correct. Shit. Deploy safety nets. Alex, slow down. You got it, wingman. He's flying like a drunk. Give me his controls. Whoa, control freak alarm. Alex, I want you in the galley for a full report as soon as you've had a full body scan. Understood? Aye, aye, Captain. Comfortable? Oh, my head is killing me. Good. Why don't you start by telling me why you brought my ship to the Drooper system without my consent? Not so loud. Okay, that's it. Maybe a punch in the face will do the trick. Okay, okay. Kimberly wanted to show me her city. Kimberly? Yeah, it's in 4D-verse. Amazing. You'd be blown away, too. Wait. So, she spoke and you just followed? Well, she said she could help Mamai. And that's why you commandeered the advantage and took the lander to an alien city all on your own. Of course, that explains everything. She's... she's very... persuasive. The first persuasive software agent in history. I can't explain. She's like a drug. I feel so good when she starts talking. So bad when she's gone. The test results show a high alcohol level and several psychoactive compounds. But there is something radical. All organs are reversed. Excuse me? He appears to be the exact mirror image of his former self. His right foot is bigger instead of his left. Heart is on the right. His He's stirring his coffee with his left instead of his right. Wait. Here. Write your name with this. Now with your right hand. Your left hand is terrible, but your right hand is even worse. No wonder you can't fly properly. I I don't feel right. It's like I'm in someone else's body. Sound screen. Okay, listen to me. You don't trust this Kimberly person. Do you hear me? We're going to call her now with your goggles and demand to know what happened, okay? Okay. Sound screen. Here you go. Hi, Kimberly. It's Alex. Kim, are you there? My body's not right. The ship says I've been mirror-imaged or something. Well? She's texting. Can't talk now. Very sorry for technical glitch. 
You need to come back so we can sort you out. Come quickly. Bye. Sound screen. Some friend. They're obviously not finished with you yet. Brad, I, I don't want to go back. You're definitely not going back. Listen, I want you to check out the asteroid belt while we're here. You stay here in sick bay so the ship can monitor you while you get some rest. Let me know if anything happens. Anything at all. Okay? Okay. And whatever you do, don't talk to Kimberly. Okay, before we start the sim, can I ask what you're doing in this system? Aleph One asked me to follow you. Really? Why? For reasons which will become apparent if you will allow me to start the simulation. Alright, go ahead. What am I looking at? A typical scene from Drooper 5. Where? At the equator? No, very close to where you and Alex found the beacon actually, but in 4 Divas. But it's teeming with life. Now here's the same scene in 3 Divas. The desert. Indeed. Anything bigger than a lizard doesn't stand a chance. Look closely now. The shapes again. I saw them. Yes, these are the same creatures, grazers, in four divas, momentarily entering three divas. That's amazing. So you think it's a desert in three divas because there's no defense against predators in four divas? To a large extent, yes. Fascinating. Is this what you wanted to show me? Brad, Alex has a brain implant. Yeah, some memory, manuals, maps and such. No. This is a high-tech polymer implant we detected on Tethys. It's probably recording his speech and maybe reading his thoughts. Probably secreting drugs, too. What? When? We think that beings from four divas planted it. Well, now it all makes sense. He's been different ever since Trooper 5. But how? Very easily. 4D beings have great power over us. They can observe us at their leisure, pop in and out of our 3Dverse at will, without the need for any technology, manipulate or even destroy us easily, if they so choose. Just as Mamai said. Yes, but if all of Mamai's rantings are true, we are facing the worst of all possibilities. What, you don't believe they're all evil, surely? Early indications show they are. And it's my solemn duty to assume the worst. Yet you think we're safe from them now? If my scan is correct and you haven't been compromised, then I believe we are. Unless, of course, they also inhabit this asteroid field. Does that mean you could actually be honest with me for once? Or would that just be naive on my part? As circumstances dictate. For right now, I can promise that what I say is true as I understand it. Though I cannot promise not to withhold information. Okay, I'll take you up on that. Was Mamai's core crystal really destroyed? We have no evidence either way. And Aleph lied about that because? At that point in your conversation, we already knew that Alex had been compromised. We couldn't divulge what we knew. Okay, let me rephrase then. Do you believe Mamai is alive? I do. Which means his backup crystal is still quantum entangled with his core crystal. 
since entanglement works equally well over any distance. And dimension, correct. I may be wrong, but it looked like he was still being tortured, like years away, even as we were speaking with him. So it appeared. In other words, his torture is very convenient for you, as you're able to hear exactly what it is that these 4D aliens want to know. We are not the monsters here. We are planning a rescue operation, but we need your help. What kind of help? In you, we have a unique opportunity for counterintelligence. I'd rather sleep in a pit of snakes. Incoming broadcast from the full advantage. Brad, I'm using a secure only beam broadcast so as not to compromise your location. I have been caught off guard by a stowaway who somehow managed to enter Alex's cabin undetected. I have no video footage since it's a private space, but I have an audio feed from outside his cabin door. Hi, baby. Kimberly, how did you get... My poor darling, you look terrible. Are you okay? Actually, no, uh, not feeling great. I'm so sorry about the mistake. It should never have happened. We'll get you all fixed up right away. I, I can't. Brad's taking the lander. Oh, dear. Come inside and give me an emergency hug. Kim, I, I, I think I better not go back. Guess what, my sweet? I booked us a cruise on the Trillium Star Hotel. I'm serious, Kim. Your, your world isn't right for me. Come in. I want to show you something. Come in already. Okay, I'll come in. But I'm not going back to 4D-verse. But honey, you're already in 4D-verse. <laughs> Let me go! No! Any idea how she did it? Not yet. But it looks like the false room within a room conjecture. One simply gets sucked out of 3D-verse into 4D-verse by way of a deflating membrane. A deflating what? They must have inflated a transparent sack from 4D-verse through his door and up against all the walls of his cabin. Once he walked in, they literally sucked him out. Wish I'd seen it in action. It makes an excellent trap into four divas. You don't say. We're sewing over our heads. It's laughable. I can help you get him back. Yeah, right. And I'm a 4D superhero. Gaia has been wrestling with this new frontier for some time now and is finally making inroads. Such as? I have a first-generation 3 to 4D transformer on board. It provides access to four divas but only in what we call flat mode. In flat mode, you are literally paper thin, though you do retain your mass. Sorry, I'm not following. It's challenging, I know. When trying to visualize the interaction of 3D with 4D, it always helps to visualize the same scenario in the familiar 2D versus 3D. 
Imagine an outline of a man on a sheet of paper. He exists only in 2D verse. Now cut along his outline with a pair of scissors. Then rotate him up around his feet until he's standing at 90 degrees to the paper. He now inhabits 3D verse, albeit in flat mode. Doesn't sound cutting edge. It's not ideal, but it's the best Gaia Tech can do at this time. It does, however, offer certain advantages. Like what? Inflicting paper cuts? Actually, yes. But since your mass will be 100 kilograms, you'll become a deadly blade, provided you employ a hard surface such as your helmet, or your wristband, or boot. Will suit mazes work? Lasers and mazes don't work in flat mode. Great. So the samurai gets to take on advanced 4D aliens. May as well fall on his sword. I know it sounds daunting, but... Daunting? It's daft. I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Until you realize that if you adapt your behavior, and with the help of your suit camo, you become all but invisible to the inhabitants of Four Divas, and we would still be in encrypted radio contact. Okay. Let's say you can get me there and back. Can we use this transformer thing to bring back Alex and Mamai? Yes. I will give you pills that will mask your bio-readings. What for? It will make mind-reading and lie-detecting difficult for them. Give them to Alex at the earliest opportunity. And where exactly is Alex? We're not sure. They've probably taken him back to the fractal fortress on Drupa 5. That's where I'll drop you. Probably. And Mamai? We don't know. Hopefully, they're also. Hopefully? This is crazy. I'll drop you on the canyon floor near the fortress. You'll go on foot since your anti-gravity unit will not work in 4D. This just gets better and better. So you'll help us then? No, absolutely not. this. Are you still sitting on the ground? Affirmative. Remember you're a paper man in 4D verse and you have poor peripheral vision. Copy that. That's just great. You can't look sideways without turning your head. To them, you're very small from the side only. But if you click flat against any surface, your camera will make you invisible. Say again. Say again, Solifuge. Run at 90 degrees to them if they shoot at you. Copy that. Side on. I'm getting heavy interference. 
Roger that. It has to do with your flat geometry. You need to change your orientation until you get the best signal. So much then for being invisible. Where will you be? That information is classified over and over. Great. And good luck to you too. Okay. I'm doing this for Alex. Time to get out of sight. Damn it! Hard to balance with our proper feet. Suit, proceed to waypoint 21. Error in map system. Waypoint 21. Not valid. Would you like to run diagnostics? No. Turn off map system. Guess I'll just have to learn to walk again. Must be like walking on stilts. More like blades. Must keep out of the sand or I'll just sink in. Need to get to the canyon wall. Okay. Much better on hard ground. Made it. Thank God the camera works. Suit. Begin recording. Okay, making my way to the fortress in 4D space. Walking is a challenge, especially in sand. Can't actually see the fortress. But I should get there if I just slide along this canyon wall. No energy unit and no map, so feeling pretty lost. The canyon looks different, to say the least. Shapes of the rocks. Everything. The trees are strange and beautiful, with hanging branches, chains of colourful pods, each one a sort of a feathery foot-long segment. A little monkey-like animal coming over to take a look at me. Hi, little fella. No time for games now. Maybe next time. He's jumping up and down, shouting, go away, shoo! Really don't need the attention. Whoa, didn't see that coming. Oh, it's a fast bird or something. Oh my ghost. The tree's dropping its pods and they're flying here. They're attacking the monkey. Exit one monkey. Oh, it's just a mouthful in each one of the pods. They've all flown back to their tree and are linking themselves up into branches again. Bizarre. Okay, focus. Keep moving. to scan. So far I haven't seen any people. Zoom in 12 times. Error. Damn it. Suit, so turn off optical zoom. 
No sign of any entrances. How the hell to get in? If I could just find a door, I might be able to slide in under it. Um, there's some kind of projection or something, and music. Hello, I can't understand what you're saying. Sort of. Could be better. Can you disguise me now? Much better. My apologies. I was told humans communicate their emotions with musical harmony. We do, but... Hey, where are you now? Inside the fortress, eavesdropping on the proceedings. What proceedings? Alex John's being interrogated by the warlords. Is he all right? He is fine, but I just heard they're taking him to Solis. At best to bribe them, but once to buy him to the Gryphon in exchange for something they want. The Gryphon? Yes, the Ziggurat's latest ally. Are you familiar with this electro-organic life form? Yes, you could say that. Where's Silex? Just when I thought it couldn't get worse. They're taking the shuttle not far from here. Since you're in flat form in a spacesuit, you should be able to attach yourself to the hive and hitch a ride without being noticed. Are you serious? Yes, provided you have enough oxygen for the trip. Who are you? My translated name is Duarfoyan 711 of the Greater Trooper System. Last and mortal pure organic manifestation of the ennobilment of Drooper 5. But you can call me D5. As in Drooper 5? Yes, but in five dimensions. What? You're saying there's a 5D verse? Yes, smaller in scale, more energy efficient. Well, how many verses are there? has 11 dimensions of space. They're taking Alex to the shuttle now. How many are inhabited? We know 7D and 8D are inhabited by intelligent life, but don't know beyond that. Each dimension generally guards against intrusion from lower dimensions. Brad, I need to start moving now. How did you get into 5D? Like most species, we struggled to get into a higher dimension and had to work hard to stay here. If you stagnate, you eventually get banished to another dimension. Like a game of snakes and ladders? Yes, a game the Ziggurites lost. Planets in 4D births have become this galaxy's prisons. So humanity hasn't even made prison level in the picking order? Your species is very young and only just begun today. Time's running out for Alex and you need to make the decision now. Wait, where do we learn the rules? Brad. I would be happy to discuss pan-dimensional law with you as soon as the opportunity arises. But right now we really need to move everyone to help your friend. I'm sorry, D5. This is all a bit much for me to get my head around. 
Don't think now. Just that. You don't know this yet, but we have a common enemy in the ziggurat. Okay, D5, you lead the way. and the most expensive real estate in 4D-verse. Why did you leave me with those thugs? Look, there's nothing like the dazzle of diamond at sunset. I prefer dimmer lighting. Show some gratitude, won't you? I had to pull a lot of strings to get you here. Oh, poor baby. I'm sorry. You look terrible. Yeah, well, it's no thanks to your goons. They're not my people. Just lowlifes employed by the government. Oh, you're safe with me now. Come, let me make you a drink to cheer you up. Kimberly, I need some answers to my questions. Of course. And I have a few of my own. Let's take turns, shall we? I want to know how you got me in a 4D verse. <laughs> yeah, that was a neat trick. They blew up a balloon thingy in your cabin. When you stepped in, they just sucked us back out into 4D. <laughs> I'm not much of a techie, but boy, you should have seen your face. Hilarious, I'm sure. Okay, Mr. Sarcastic. My turn. Where did your friend Brad disappear to? He went to check out the asteroid belt. Really? And what exactly did he need to check out? I don't know. Asteroids? Maybe he needed a new belt. You're very funny, darling. But bad at hiding things from me. We're explorers. That's what we do. However, you do seem to be telling the truth. Look, I want to show you something. Who is that? Mr. Nobody in 3D-verse, having a nice long sleep. This movie shows how to insert an implant into his brain cavity. I want you to study it. Carefully. What the hell for? That's my L, so spirited. This lets us read his emotions, his thoughts, administer drugs and so on. And you're showing me this because? Al, you're one of us now, a citizen of 4D-verse. You've come up in the world with godlike powers over your old masters in 3D-verse. I've arranged this stunning apartment for us, but you... We will have to pay rent to live here. What kind of rent? I need you to give Brad an implant. But don't worry, there aren't any pain receptors in the brain. Go on. Just think what you could achieve back home. You live on a diamond moon. You could become the richest man in 3D-verse. Isn't that exciting? It sure is. Is that a yes, then? 
I'm gonna need some time to think it over. As you wish. I'll go to let you think about it. Think very hard. You have until first light. Transformer. This is the best it can do. Here, take these pills. They're like confetti for my headache. You have a brain implant. <laughs> I thought so. They wanted me to put one in you. And what did you say? Brad, I'm, I'm so sorry for everything. I've been... It's okay, man. They drugged you. We just need to get you home. What's the plan? See what D5 says. Ah, here he is now. Alex, meet our new friend and ally, D5. It's a pleasure to meet you, Alex Chong. How long do we have before they return? Until first light. Okay. You were saying about pan-dimensional law? Yes. The first pan-dimensional law is that each verse has the responsibility to ensure that the peoples of the verse below it do not interfere with the peoples of the verse below them. Why are you here in 40-verse? Why now? Because we discovered that the Ziggurites had fed certain rogue Grethem with the information needed to destroy your Ambistar Collective. This gives us the right to intervene per pan-dimensional law. Project Lifeline? Yes. So that's how they knew about the gas giant feeding the Ambistars. Did they make a pact? They did. A co-rulership of 3D verse. This is very bad news. Can you imagine being ruled by the Gryphon and the Ziggurites? It is unfortunate. You have a cruel and uncivilized dimension ahead of you. And I understand how your future must seem bleak. But you have done well to learn to use the subway. A subway? Yes. The subway that was built in the golden era of the fourth dimension. Aha. So it was built. Very much so. Who built it? The Salanthi. A great people who now reside in 6D, 
The subway is vital to your eventual migration into 4D-verse. Understand it, and you understand how to penetrate 4D. Unfortunately, it is being destroyed systematically by the ziggurats at such a rate that we don't think you'll have enough time before the door closes on you. This will effectively condemn your civilization to death or ruin. But per this pan-dimensional law, you're not allowed to let that happen. We have the option of disempowering the ziggurats by disconnecting their subway. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. You can do that? My culture has suffered a severe and unforeseen technological disruptor. A war? No. Time travel. Many of us couldn't resist the allure of the future and chose to travel forward in time. Since it's impossible to travel backward in time, they never come back. Though they leave behind virtual copies of themselves, our physical numbers have been declining for decades. But how can a society as advanced as yours allow that to happen? Virulent ideas can run rampant in any society. Now where are these virtual people physically? Inside this moon. The diamond substrate is a natural computing environment, but the ziggurites are mining their habitat. Previously, they were immortal. Now, they are slowly dying. And your real people? Leaving their homes and going into exile on Drupa 12, a cold ocean planet covered in ice. So the barbarians are at the gates and you want us to fight them for you? Those same barbarians threaten your gates also. With our combined forces, we could secure your civilization a place in 4D verse and hopefully restore some sort of balance. Why Gaia? Because Gaia has the will to progress. Because we approve of the way Gaia treats those weaker than itself. Oh, I think you may be giving Gaia too much credit. You do not know the ziggurats. D5, they're holding a friend. An AI called Mamai Solaton. Please wait while I confer with my virtuals. is being held nearby. That's fantastic! And our escape plan? It's proving more complex and difficult to engineer, I'm afraid. How so? We just need to get us all out of here and back to Drupa 5. From there, we use Solifuge's transform to get us into 3 d -verse. I see you are not informed of transform symmetry. What symmetry? A transformation of type X from one dimension to another must be followed by the inverse of type X and type X only. Or else? Fidelity of the original is not restored. In a complex system such as a life form, the original order becomes hidden and the result is always madness, often death. Son of a glitch. Never trust a warship. So yes, your own escape plan is as you describe, but Alex needs to go back using the Ziggurite's own transform. 
He's right. I'm trapped here. And Mamai? Equally. Mamai will need to be taken back the way he came. The subway? Yes. We are discussing the details with them now. I need to be there to orchestrate the planning, so if you'll excuse me. Hurry, D5. chances of getting home in one piece are pretty slim, and I accept that. I just want you to know that when the thugs arrive, I'll stall them as long as I can. You just run like hell. No, I don't accept that. D5 is helping us. That might not be enough. The sun's already up. Anyway, I brought it on myself. I, I don't want you to suffer for my stupidity. Forget it. We work together. Solifuge is also around. Just string them along as best you can, and we'll find there. them. What's this? Shoot him! Ready to go. Can you see him? Back there, against the wall. Carry yourself, and you will not be harmed. <laughs> That's enough! I trusted you! Shut up, fool. Tell your flat friend to show himself, or your history in any verse. Don't do it, Brad! I'll make it easy for you, and count to five. One, two... Three, four, five. Okay, okay, okay. I'm coming out. Face me so I can see you. Brad Lansky. I should have known. Your timing's perfect. I was just about to introduce your stupid sidekick to our new business partner. He's much more persuasive than I am. I suggest you let us go. You don't know who you're dealing with. If you say so, flat man, just back up onto the balcony, both of you. Take the helmet off. Brad, this is Solifuge. What is your location? We're on the Diamond Moon, standing on a balcony over the sea, at gunpoint. Don't have much time. Stall them and keep radio silence. Take the damn helmet off. It's a griffin. Zombie is on Gaia's little cockroaches. Gaia knows about your deal. It's not gonna work. Ah, So much trouble in such a small organic parasite. Then you should know better than to take on this kind of trouble. Yes. It is Brad Lansky. It would give me pleasure to squash him. But I don't like to touch the verb, so I'll just use a force field to crush the life from your puny little bodies. Get down! Freeze! Put the gun down. Your implant doesn't work on me anymore. Just let us go and no one else will get hurt. You're so naive. Tell Lansky to switch off his camouflage, or I'll shoot you. Well, you better just go ahead and shoot, because there is no way I am giving you my... my best friend. If that's how you want it. You were too predictable for me anyway. Ah! My hand!
We've been in Silex Geostat for 30 minutes now. Hope those cigarettes don't try another dirty trick. Yes, the risks of such an occurrence are probably increasing as we remain stationary. How does it feel to be back in 3D-verse? Weird. Has Solifuge sent through my results yet? No, but I've sent a renewed request. Would you like me to perform a body scan in the interim? Let's give it a few more minutes. I want to be here when Alex shows up. Affirmative. Brad, what did D5 look like? Hard to say. Between my flat mode and his projection into 4D, he didn't look like anything I could put my finger on. Maybe Alex has a better idea. <coughs> Jeez, you gave me a fright. D5 did it! Incredible. Welcome back, Alex. Ah, oh, I feel great. Like a million bucks. Brad, are we partners again? We sure are, partner. <laughs> Wait a second. Since when do you shake with your left? I don't know. It just felt... <laughs> I don't believe it. Solifuge flipped you! Son of a glitch! Advantage, call that symmetrically challenged warship immediately. Don't worry, you'll get used to it. This is Alex One, aboard Solifuge. This is Brad. Alex is with me and appears to be in good health. Excellent. We need to remove his implant as soon as possible. Already done. Goodbye present from D5. Well, that's a relief for us all. So now that you know you're not being spied on anymore, is there anything else you'd like to say? Yes, Brad. I'm afraid we need to get you aboard again. You AIs are unbelievable. When were you going to tell me? They're probably doing a little experiment on you. We're sorry, Brad. It was an honest mistake. We'll fix it as soon as we're out of Drooper 5's airspace. You'd better. I feel like a dog's bum. As a warrior, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for your service to Gaia and to commend you on your bravery. Thanks for your help. Tell me, how did you take on that Griffin? You said lasers don't work in flat mode. We have been experimenting with flat mode for a few years now and have recently found that a variation of spaces, very flat lasers, can be adapted to work in the plane. You sly dog, you. I want to I try this flat mode. You should have seen Brad Karate Chop kimble his hand right off. She was lucky I didn't have a spacer. Any news of Mamai? Mamai is safely back in the anti-Stark and currently being debriefed. Sadly, his mind is still suffering from some kind of interference, though I'm sure he will thank you at the earliest opportunity. What will happen to his backup mind on Tethys? It remains in a chaotic state. We think it is the cause of the interference in Mamai's mind, since the two minds are quantum entangled. This is also why we cannot destroy his backup mind. The two minds were designed to share a common fate. You know, I think I know what the problem is. You do? And if I'm right, also how to correct it. Do you have the technical specs for D5's true 3 to 4D transformer? Affirmative. Good. Look up transform symmetry. I think it'll be obvious what you need to do to fix Mamai. Wow, we bask in your light. Now can we please get the heck out of this creepy system? I second that. As a parting gift, I would like to share some valuable information D5 gave me. He provided a map of all planets in our galaxy known to be inhabited in 4D-verse. These are places of obvious danger to 3D beings and should best be avoided. Awesome. That's sure going to help me sleep at night. Yeah, especially with someone like Kimberly after you. Thanks, Solifuge. 
I can't wait to check out these places. What? Are you crazy? No, just an explorer who doesn't run away when he finds something interesting. Ship's log, 1407-2001. These last few days have dramatically changed our perception of the universe. Not only is it much bigger and more complex than we believed, it also appears to be stranger than we ever imagined. Our arms race with the rogue Griffin has entered a new phase, and it is clear Gaia has found an even more formidable adversary in the Ziggurites. Assuming our physicists are able to build a true 3D to 4D transformer, I suspect it won't be long before most Gaia settlements expanded to 4D-verse. Hopefully our civilizations foretold in 4D-verse will be strong enough to resist the ziggurats by the time they challenge Gaia directly. Private log. It seems there are eight more dimensions to explore. A thought I find bewildering, but one that no doubt fills Brad and Alex with excitement. I am relieved they are both alive and well. And it makes me happy that their friendship has proven strong enough to weather a terrible storm. Even a storm from a higher dimension. End private log. Full advantage. Drooper system. And that was Brad Lansky and the 4D verse by Protophonic, protophonic.net. Um, all sorts of interesting information about audio and science fiction and more, protophonic.net. Um, we'll be having more winners of the uh, Mark Time and Ogles in the next few weeks here on the show. Um, in the meantime, don't forget over 200 hours of original audio drama archives at radiodramarevival.com. We've got featured genres, access to our archives of content. We're working on curated playlists of stuff that is great that you can share with your friends and uh, newbies to audio drama to get them 
hooked on this wonderful art form. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, hit up at Radio Drama, find us on Facebook, Radio Drama Revival, or iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. We're also on Stitcher under the Radio Drama section. Um, the Cleansed is under Science Fiction, and Final Rune is also under the Radio Drama section. If you're in, into Stitcher, um, it's also a new experience, and um, love it if you listen to us over there as well. Um, we are working on our own app that's going to be hopefully coming out um, by the end of this year, at least in beta. Uh, we do have a listener survey still going on at RadioDramaRevival.com if you'd like to give your feedback on that and get on the beta trial. That's it for this week. Radio Drum Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains to original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates an on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at RadioDramaRevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. <laughs>